0: Today's Ag Spotlight episode is sponsored by Coolers. Make every day a cool day for your cows. The Coolers system allows you to control the cow's environment 24-7. For more information, go to NorthAmericanAg.com and find them in the Industry Connect section. Hi, and welcome to the North American Ag Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak. Joining me today are two incredible contributors to the dairy industry, Yusri Helmi is an entrepreneur and investor who has successfully founded, operated, and exited several startups globally. He has over 30 years of experience in engineering, product management, marketing, and business development in a wide range of technologies. Yusri earned his bachelor of science degree in electronics and telecommunications engineering from Cairo University. He's an active member of the technology community, both in Egypt and in Silicon Valley, where he resides with his family. His company, Cyware, works with laboratories, researchers, and businesses to add testing to additional points in the value chain that benefit from rapid results. Our second guest is Kyle Taysom uh, of Dairyland Laboratories, which was which has grown to be one of the nation's leading agricultural testing laboratories while still maintaining a family-owned business. Uh, Dairyland Laboratories is an independent, full-service agricultural testing laboratory offering accurate and timely analysis of feeds, forages, soil, plant tissue, manure, water, molds, and mycotoxins. Kyle earned a bachelor's degree in dairy science and an MBA, and his leadership is further strengthening that family business and his family legacy. Now, Cyware and Dairyland have just announced a new partnership that we're going to be learning about today. Welcome, Yusri and Kyle, and thank you so much for being here. Thanks
1: Thanks for having us. us.
0: So you sri can you tell me about Cyware what does the company do and what's your background?
1: So SciWare is a uh, it started as a chip design company and uh, built a first the world's first FT NIR spectrometer on a chip uh, and we are now going to democratize material sensing by uh, integrating that chip with a device, software and services from developers such as Dailyland to offer you know photon to insight capability to customers that need testing
0: oh that's great and uh and and you came from Egypt then right Return? came from Egypt
1: yes so the, I'm, I'm originally from Egypt I've been in the U.S. for 21 years now uh, this year actually this month and uh, yeah the company also was started in Egypt in 2004 so they have been working at this for a while. Uh, huge team, X-Mentor Graphics, which is now part of Siemens, and Memscap, which is a public French company that uh, that is big in MEMS, which is uh, micro electromechanical systems. Both are components that are required to to put that spectrometer uh, for the first time ever on, on a chip without without any actual moving parts. It has MEMS moving parts, but um, but it's a solid-state chip which means we can have it at slow power. Uh, You can have close uh, close to lab quality outcomes in a portable device for the first time at a reasonable price.
0: Wow. And Kyle, I understand that Dairyland Laboratories has been in your family for a long time. Can you tell me about the company?
2: Yeah, sure. My grandfather started the company in the 1950s. At that time, we're just entering the phase where creameries were paying farms based on the protein and fat content of milk. And he saw this need to have a third-party lab you know, that could be that independent arbiter of quality between the buyers and sellers. And even today, largely, that's a role that we fill, being that independent arbiter of quality. We've expanded. Actually, we don't even do milk testing anymore. Our big business is feed testing. We also do soil and water analysis. Um, with the addition of NIR into our industry in the nineties, it really grew the feed testing business. And at this point you'd find a Dairyland lab or at least one of our affiliates in basically every dairy market on earth.
0: Wow. Wow. And what about this new partnership? What are, what are you, uh, collectively trying to accomplish through this?
1: Uh, so the, our, our spectrometer, the Spectra product line, has been in production for several years in several applications uh, as part of uh, testing equipment. What we're doing here is uh, we're partnering with uh, Dairyland, which is an expert in the domain, uh, which is you know testing for dairy feed specifically. And what we're trying to do is empower end users, be they nutritionists, feed mills, or farmers, to perform accurate uh, as is testing of the feed on the spot, uh, using uh, known trusted calibrations made by Dailyland and the device that uh, that delivers this capability in in their hands at uh, at a, a very interesting return with very interesting return on investment economics. That's great.
2: Yeah, sure. And from our side, I mean, we're just excited because Cyware is bringing to the table, a software and hardware platform here that makes it practical to make new types of decisions, either out on farms or in feed mills. There's a lot of testing that we do in labs to determine quality, but there's certain decisions that have to be made at feed mills or out on farms that just aren't practical or need to be done in real time. And the platform that Cyware put together is really going to
1: enable that.
0: Oh, that's great. So how does it actually work?
1: Oh, um, I'll, I'll pass that to
2: Kai. Okay. Um, well, the sensor is, you can think of it like a camera, just like you take a picture of a anything, right? It's collecting light. Um, this sensor, instead of using the visible range, though, is picking up light in the infrared region that you can't see. And then based on that picture that's been taken, we develop models that predict nutrient content. So we can predict things like moisture, protein, fat, and fiber um, in real time there out on the farm.
0: Wow. And Kyle, what does the system measure? Like what components is it looking at?
2: So we're developing prediction models for all the major feed types that you would find out on a farm. And within each of those feed types, we're looking at different nutrients that are the major variables. So in corn silage. You might do moisture, starch, and ammonia. In distiller's grains, you might do protein, fat, and protein digestibility. But within any feed type, there's probably three to five major nutrients that you want to monitor. It'll tell you most of what you need to know about the
1: quality of the feed.
0: Right. And Yusri, does the system integrate with your mobile device?
1: Yes. So how it works from uh, from an end-user experience perspective is it's uh, super simple. Uh, it, the system is designed to be used by non-technical users uh, so uh, anyone anyone on the line in the field at the farm should be able to uh, to run their tests with minimal training it runs on mobile devices or on laptops uh, and the fact that uh, the the core of the technology is a full FTNIR device a spectrometer really uh, we're starting with uh, some, uh, some parameters that are being tested, but this could be expanded to other things on the same farm. So you can test, you know, use the same device to test soil eventually, or actual milk, uh, or anything else where uh, NIR is usable. Uh, the 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 Dairyland initial package uh, we're covering uh, wet feed, right? So you don't need to dry or grind it. Uh, it's uh, it's on the spot. Historically. Uh, customers have been able to measure only moisture and with not great accuracy. Right now, we're talking near lab accuracy for many, many parameters. Yeah,
0: ah, that's fantastic. And Kyle, what about data overload? How does the user make sense of all of it?
2: Yeah, right. We're all drowning in data at this point. Uh, mm. You know, one of my favorite takeaways from the data science program I did was that data by itself doesn't have much value, it's actually a cost. It costs you money, you know, in terms of collecting it, but mainly out on the farm, it costs you time, right? To think about all that data and try to make decisions out of it. It's really not until that data turns into a decision that it has any value or that it creates real value. And along with Sciware, I think we've been able to develop an app that gives you immediate feedback on what those decisions could be. By that, I mean, it'll detect trends, any changes that are happening in your feeds. You can set it up to give you immediate decisions to accept or reject a load of feed coming onto the farm if you want. Mm -hmm. And so it does that today. What I'm maybe even a little bit more excited about is their platform is very friendly to developers. So it's very natural that we'll build integrations with other feeding systems or other software used on the farm to really incorporate that data into other decisions.
0: Oh, that's really cool. And, and I've just given one example, but what is this, this impact of this real time data, like, you know, rejecting feed right on the farmer as soon as it pulls in, um, what other situations, uh, how does it affect that, that bottom line for the farmer?
2: Yeah. So kind of similar, if you're at a feed mill or on a farm today, you likely be buying corn distillers grains. And you know that some of those incoming loads have 60% protein digestibility and some of them have 90% protein digestibility. But you don't know which loads which. And if you send a sample off to the lab, by the time you get the result back, the feed's already in the bin, in a mix, maybe out to cows. With Mm -hmm. this device, you could get real-time decisions and test every incoming load. Other decisions that would require some real-time analysis would be you have forages on a farm, maybe you have corn silage and haylage. Today, you're probably testing moisture maybe daily, at least multiple times a week because that's something you can measure. But you're guessing at when other quality parameters change. Some of the more aggressive farms I see today might test every two weeks, maybe more often once a month. But what happens if the quality changed the day after you tested or the week after you tested? Now you're feeding the cows the wrong formula for up to three weeks. With this device, at the same time you're doing those daily moisture measurements, you could detect changes in those crude nutrients and know immediately when there's time to intervene and make a formulation change.
0: Wow. And Yusri, do you have anything to add to that?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, my uh, my take on it would be that the devices will work 24-7. That, uh, that customers can do the testing from different parts of uh, of the silage so they get more accurate results uh, instead of picking a, a tiny sample or making averages they would just actually test uh, anytime they need to test so it's a it's a capability that once people start using it once you once you once you have a camera in your phone you'd be using it all the time right and and this is the same logic once you have a a spectrometer at hand that works, it just works.
0: Right. Yeah, nobody you know, ever yeah. asked for the, a camera and a calculator in your telephone, right? But we all use it now.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, right. I get maybe a little bit hung up on the ability to make the real-time decisions, but also there's a lot of value here in just being able to analyze more samples. There's a lot of noise in individual samples that you might send off to a lab, At the same time, there's some amount of variation that actually impacts the cow. But when you're just dealing with, say, one sample a month, it's pretty hard to tease out what's real and what's noise. With these devices, you can measure an unlimited number of samples, which lets you to build data handling tools around that to find out when you have real changes versus just sample-to-sample noise.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. And you were both at World Dairy. Um recently. So how was the show for you? What do you what were you thinking about it?
1: My first time, so it was all exciting. Right. Uh very oh, exciting. Yeah, I mm-hmm. loved it. Uh got introduced to cheese curd and mm-hmm. uh, couldn't get enough of that. And uh yeah, setting up uh, we gotta set up a startup to spread that one everywhere in the US actually. Uh <laughs> this is what this is a well kept secret in Wisconsin. Uh, so it was great. We uh, we uh, you know with this, since covid we've been uh, homebound for too long and this was the first opportunity for us to go out and meet partners that we've been talking to it was the first time I met Kyle in person actually oh, wow. we met several times of course and it's and and uh, yeah it was was great to remember who we are as people and uh, yeah so we met a lot of partners uh, uh, a lot of prospective uh, customers, um, Kyle and, and other partners. It, it was an incredible opportunity for us to learn about the feed market, uh, about the dairy market. Uh, yeah, and as a first timer, there was a lot to uh, to absorb.
0: Right. And Kyle, what did you think?
2: Well, in contrast to Ustree, it was not our first time. I think that <laughs> we've been at every World Dairy <laughs> Expo since it started. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was a great week attendance was definitely lower than in past years, you know, kind of as expected with COVID. But the reality is at Dairy Expo, there's always more people than we can possibly talk to in a week. So, I mean, we had our hands full. Um, It was really nice to get back in touch with people in person. We've been more or less locked out of trade shows for two years. So there was a lot of conversations that were kind of pent up demand, things that um, you would do in person. But if it takes setting up a web meeting, like you might not get those conversations handled. So it was great to get back person-to-person
1: communication again. Yeah, yeah and for us, it was an opportunity to, for the first time, see uh, instant prospect feedback on the partnership with uh, with Data and and uh, the feedback was uh, incredible. Actually, lots of excited customers, lots of uh, lots of uh, suggestions for future things to be done. Uh, So yeah, all all in all, very positive experience.
0: That's great. And are you uh, planning to attend any farm shows coming up that people can come visit you on?
2: Yeah, the ones that are open. um, We'll be headed out to the Cornell Dairy Nutrition Conference next week. And then I think the Western Western Dairy Management Conference in Reno, early November. It's also a handful of a lot of feed companies towards the end of the year here have their own private events. I know the GPS Leaders Forum is coming up uh, for feed as a dairy conference out in Western Minnesota. So there'll be a handful of those here between now and the end of the year.
0: Very good. And I'll ask you both the this next question. What are you seeing in the industry in terms of challenges that need to be overcome that should be addressed? You sure you can go first?
1: Uh, we're we're introducing a new capability for testing uh every step of the way in the value chain so from raw material acceptance to line to inline to product testing on the outside on to to before and after shipping for uh, for daily products for example so there's a lot of uh a lot of improvement possibilities there uh, with with such a new capability, and we're just catching the surface with uh, with the feed aspect of it, with the, doing the TMR. Uh, but we we're very excited to get in the agricultural market in general. The 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 spectrometer as a device was used in in uh, in hair analysis, like uh, checking what a shampoo how a shampoo impacts hair for many years actually, and globally with several thousand happy. Uh, end users actually um, several thousand end users uh, with with millions of their customers, or I should say hundreds of thousands of their customers. Uh, and now we're we're looking at applying this for a more, of course, more material market uh, from capturing carbon, um, from from doing soil analysis to understanding carbon and and sustainability to raw material improvement to uh, solvent uh, uh, concentration. There's just uh, the the number of use cases of a tiny, uh, economical, uh, practical spectrometer in in farming is incredible. Uh, We're we're looking at uh, this partnership as the beginning of a rollout of many products uh, in the coming years. Great, and Kyle? Yeah, I mean, whether
2: you're a dairy farmer or supplying ingredients to dairy farms, you're pretty much in a commodity business. So there's always long-term pressure to be more efficient. The people that are gonna survive are the ones that find those new efficiencies first and capitalize on them. And I think this is an exciting new technology that opens up new opportunities to find those efficiencies. If I'm an ethanol plant today, I don't want to be heat damaging that protein and ruining the digestibility, but maybe I don't have an economical instrument that I can make those measurements with at real time. Um, So this instrument opens the opportunity to capitalize on those efficiencies. Same time, if I'm on a dairy farm, every time I overfeed an individual cow protein, because either I don't understand her requirements perfectly, or I don't understand the variation in the feed perfectly, um, there's efficiency left on the table. So I think there's still a lot of runway ahead of us in efficiencies that can be gained. And I think this new platform really opens some opportunities to take advantage of those.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, and Yusri, what about those same opportunities? Um, and what do you think that producers need to jump on to get the most out of it?
1: They just need to see it. So what? Yeah. What historically, uh, spectrometers were a scientific device that is in a lab, and people put coats on and they deal with it very carefully. And now we're changing that to become a point and click. Device just like a smartphone, uh, you you put a sample on it, you present it properly, uh, you click, and you get an answer. And and that material could be, like I said, you know, could be grain, could be feed, could be milk, could be butter, fat, uh, any any really uh, compound. And uh, the the fact that we're yeah. delivering it as a business device, not a scientific one is the huge uh, change here is, is what, what we think is moving the needle is that this is a device that should have existed that you can easily see that this fits in everybody's uh, everybody's bag or everybody's pocket and uh, and should be just have enough smarts in the software and the accuracy to point and click uh, that sending things back to the lab should be reserved for you know super high accuracy situations There's there's a lot of there's there's, there's a lot of testing that doesn't happen because it's just not practical. Mm -hmm. Uh, So people find the correlation and they will take one choke point and send that to the lab and they'll probably continue to do that. And we encourage them to continue to do that. But there's also a lot of adjustments that can be done in in real time because it's the cost of uh, of getting an answer is a few seconds.
0: Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And where can people find you if they want more information?
1: Uh sciware.com. So si w e and uh dairylandlabs.com.
0: Very good. So yeah. my oh,
2: go ahead, Kyle. No, he already said dairylandlabs.com is the place to find most information about our company. If you want to look for me on Twitter, you would find me at, at Kyle underscore um, I'm a large consumer on Twitter, don't post a lot, but if you want to interact, you can definitely find me there.
0: Wonderful. And I have one last question for each of you. Um, Yisrael, I'll start with you. What fires you up? What were you put on this earth to accomplish?
1: Uh, just, just enjoy enabling people to do amazing things with technology. It's just, I, I think that technology so We're so fortunate to be here, to be on this planet at this time with this level of, of science and knowledge uh, if you look at humanity, how it progressed uh, all the way to like 200 years ago and then the sudden curve and then the past couple of decades and the sudden exponential curve of growth of technology, we as humans haven't benefited from the, the existing capability yet. and it's just very exciting for me to uh, to enable new use cases, to, you know having, having a, a small amount of technology move the needle on such big things is is truly exciting for me. And, and making it easy to be used, right? So things always start with uh, with you know with the geeks in the lab, but then they end up being deployed everywhere. Uh, so, so this is the part that excites me the most, definitely.
0: That's great, and Kyle?
2: Yeah, similar. It's hard to look around now and not just see enormous amounts of opportunity ahead of us. Um, even if you just think about what's possible on farms today with the hardware and software tools as they are today, there's an awful lot of information we have about what's happening there. Uh, we have artificial intelligence that can do facial recognition and track every individual cow, whether they're lying in the stall or whether they're feeding or whether they're standing in line for water. We can know the rumination activity during the day. We can know many metrics about their milk as it's going through the parlor. With robotic feeding systems, there's new opportunities to feed individual cows. So there's a lot of data that we can collect, but there's a huge runway still in front of us of how do we turn that data into decisions. There's a lot of software to be built. There's a lot of interactions between those software companies that need to happen to really enable new types of decisions for the new data that we have available.
0: Yeah, those are really great points. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me today. It sounds like a really great partnership. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks to all who are watching or listening. If you want more information, the links are provided in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to our North American Egg Spotlight uh, YouTube and Rumble channels. And the podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to today's Egg Spotlight episode where we put the spotlight on people and companies doing great things for the agricultural industry. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or on your favorite podcasting platform, and give us a five-star review. You can also follow us on YouTube and Rumble to see the video version of Ag Spotlight. Also, head on over to NorthAmericanAg.com to subscribe to our Industry Connect update newsletter. If you're interested in advertising opportunities, email us at connect at NorthAmericanAg.com. Thanks for listening. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6:30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to northamericanag.com/fastline-webinar. That's northamericanag.com/fastline-webinar to register now.